0: Hello, you are listening to More Wine Please with your host, Amber Mack What's up guys and welcome back to my podcast Here we are back with episode 10 Woo, That's what's up. So I just want, before I even get into it, I just want to apologize in advance for any background noise or if you hear a little tiny person's voice. It is a very full house right now. And, and normally where I would get the space to record by myself, I don't necessarily have that today. So just in case you guys hear her or hear um, anybody in the background or any sound in the background, that is why we are just living in a house for any. Of you guys that did not know, I am a mother. I think I mention it all the time, but if you're a new listener, yes, I am a mom to a two year old, and sometimes I don't think she really has ever made her appearance on here, but I'm just waiting on the day (laughs) when that happens. I think I've been pretty lucky so far, but. Anywho, like I said, we are back on episode nine. I truly, truly appreciate everybody who continues to, oh, not episode nine, excuse me, episode 10. My bad, it's been a long day. (laughs) But I truly, truly do appreciate anybody who takes the time to sit and listen to me every day or every Friday or whenever you guys are catching up or anything like that. Please believe that the views and the streams do not go unnoticed. Um, I really do appreciate you guys for everything that you do. Um, It does take a lot of time and effort to put these podcasts together for you guys. So just knowing that I have a group of loyal listeners and loyal followers that are really following behind what's going on, I really, really do appreciate you I appreciate your love and support. So with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into today's topic. So, you know... I've always vowed that we will talk about pop culture on my podcast. I know I've been a little bit more motivational and a little bit more, you know, trying to get you guys' mind right, but there was just a few topics on Twitter and Instagram and everybody and my friends brought up the topics. There's just a few topics that I just really felt in my spirit that we needed to talk about as as one, as a group. I just felt like this is something that we need to talk about. And so you guys probably already know what's going on. If you guys have social media, you're not oblivious to some of the chaos that's going on and some of the conversations that are being had. And it's two particular things that I personally wanted to talk about. And one of them was that um, they just felt, I, I don't know why the topic of Birkin bags is so important right now. Like we are really sitting here talking about Birkin bags and see I told y'all she was gonna make an appearance just being nosy but anyways but yeah so I just realized every time I get on my Twitter and everything I see the subject of like Birkin bags coming up and then I watched Cardi B's video and she was basically talking about How, if you guys saw it, you know that she was basically sitting in the car, and we all know Cardi B earns owns like a dozen Birkins. And if you guys are not familiar with a Birkin, I'm sure everybody that's listening is it's a very, very expensive bag. These bags cost anywhere from 10 grand to like 60 grand. Like these are expensive bags. They are made by Hermes. And she basically was just talking about how. She doesn't like the fact that someone said that when black women get Birkin bags, it depreciates the value of it. And I saw her point. Her thing was, you know, not every woman out here that owns a Birkin is scamming or is it was bought by somebody and X, Y, and Z. She was like, there are p- women out here that really make money and really are able to afford to buy themselves their own Birkin bags. And then she went on to, at the end of her video to say, you know, regular girls... So, I love Cardi B. Don't get me wrong. I thought that her video was a bit contradicting. Because how in one breath do we say we... I can buy a Birkin bag, and we don't bring Birkin bags down, but then you're telling regular girls, you don't need a Birkin bag to be yourself. You don't need a Birkin bag to... I understood her message. I was confused in her message because I'm like, well, um, don't sit here in one breath and tell people who can't afford a Birkin bag that it's okay, but then you're... Always flaunting that you have a broken bag—it does that doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I think that the argument started. Me and my friends were talking about it, and I think that the argument started when, um. What's her face? Sweetie. Saweetie. That's how I say her name. Saweetie. I think when she said, if your man ain't getting you a Birkin bag and da-da-da-da-da, all whatever she said and Quavo was behind her, I feel like that sparked the conversation because we weren't even talking about it since then. And I do agree with Cardi B to an extent. There are a lot of women who are successful, who own businesses, who are able to go out and actually buy themselves a Birkin bag and not need a man or a Birkin bag to, um... To obtain these things. I'd be lying to you if I told you that I don't want one myself. (laughs) So I've always said, I give me a G-Wagon, a Birkin, and a big-ass closet, and I'm extremely happy, you know? So it's not like... I think the point of what the person was saying was that Birkin bags are starting to become less desirable because it almost looks as if everybody has one and everybody gets them in abundance in that there's a wait list and there's all types of stuff that comes with a Birkin bag. And I do believe that there's a wait list, and everybody's just like, well, how is it that all these celebrities are able to have access to this within these bags? There's a wait list for these bags, and they're special edition, and there's usually not a whole bunch of them made. So some of these has to be knockoffs. Personally... (laughs) i think in the celebrity world a lot of things are knockoffs i think we're fooled by a lot of the glamour and all of that i think a lot of these chains be fake i think a lot of these cars be rented or be promo for a certain amount of time i do think some of these birkins are borrowed rented fake because you can rent luxury items um so i do believe that that is a thing um so, the argument was just like, when black women get it, basically it's not as great. I don't think that's the case. I do think that black women add style to almost anything that we get. I think that we're some of the we're actually the catalyst of a lot of style that um black people in general are the catalyst of a lot of style, and all the culture vultures are able to come in and kind of bite what we do because we're just that fucking cool. But I do think it is ironic that everybody has a Birkin. Or why is it? I remember when Coach was cool. Not saying that Coach isn't, you know, not dogging nobody. But I'm just saying, I remember when, like, I really wanted a Coach purse. So when I got my first Coach purse, I thought I was the shit. Then I remember when Prada was a thing. Or Prada's a thing. Fendi just became back in style. It went away for a little while. I mean, I think the problem is that a lot of people don't know their brands, don't know their luxury brands, don't know their fashion, don't know vintage versus, you know, something that's newer. I think that the knowledge of these things are lost and people genuinely just want it just because you. they think that you're the shit if you own a Birkin. I'm the shit if I wear a plastic bag. It doesn't matter, you know. And I think that that's the problem, especially with being in an era and an age where social media and technology is a big thing. And you guys know, if you listen every week, you know that I am a big, I have a lot of pros and cons when it comes to social media. And I think that this is one of those cons. So I understood what Cardi B was coming from. But I think the Birkin argument, it was just that, you know, sweetie made it seem like you couldn't be with a man unless he was buying you a Birkin. Listen, my man... (laughs) Has not bought me a Birkin. I'm a prey on it. But I do believe that I find value when you fill up my tank. I find value when you feed me. I find value when you get me something I really liked. I, found, I find value in flowers. I think the issue is that because these celebrities have made it so that a man needs to be buying you all these things like city girls. Like, don't get me wrong. I, if I'm ready to turn up... <laughs> I'm going to listen to city girls. I'm going to listen to all these people. And I and I don't knock their lifestyle. I don't knock what they do. That's not my business. But I do, however, feel like they've made it so that being an independent woman is not cool. Like you got to be scamming or trying to get a dude in order for you you to like get nice things and it's just like no all the nice luxury things that I own I got myself and it may not be a Birkin and I don't knock people who have been gifted with that there's nothing wrong with that but I think if that making that your standard in a relationship making that your standard of what you are going to base your relationship status off of That's a little ridiculous. It's a little drawn out. It's a little... Like, the storyline's getting really, really, like... I don't know. I'm just not into it. I just think that there's more value in a person when you... Actually, love them, not love the things that they can buy for you. But I, I, we're so lost in that. And then you have these celebrities feeding that to people, and we're grown. So it may not be a 29, 28 year old that feels that way, or maybe. But it's a lot of these younger kids, like these 21 year old girl, girls, are out here thinking that they're not the shit, or they're not where they're supposed to be, or they don't have the right guy because another 20 something year old can't buy them a Birkin. That's a crazy standard to have. Have. and Birkins are not easy to get and I do think some of them be fake that's just me that's the team I ain't gonna say nothing else on that but I do however think that these Birkins be OD fake so I'm just feel like I don't know I just don't rock with that idea and that thinking, you know. Um I kept seeing memes that said, you know, if my dude buy me a birkin, I'm going to sell that bitch and I'm going to take the money and start a business. But real shit, I agree with that. Yes, I want a birkin. But if you're getting me a birkin and I'm still driving a Honda, there's a problem there. Even if you're driving a luxury car like I'm driving a I got a birkin and I'm driving a luxury car, but I have nothing of my own. I have nothing I don't own a business, I don't have an LLC I ain't done nothing for myself I have nothing for myself but I'm just living off of other men's success I I can't roll like that but I also come from um, a lot of very strong women so the women that I have grown up, my mother, my grandmothers all of them, they were very independent they just made it happen the best way that they could like that's just what they did and i respect i always and forever respect that like that it's just i don't know it's just what it is and i just found it interesting that that was a conversation but i wanted to talk about it because it was really like grinding my gears like wow like you these girlies, celebrities really just think that it's all just I'm not saying don't bask in your success because if I was Rihanna, I'm going to buy a Birkin too. If I was Beyonce, I'm going to buy a Birkin too. But what I respect about Beyonce or Rihanna having a Birkin versus like a Cardi B, I'm pretty sure Cardi B can buy her own, so I won't even put her in that box. But like a City Girl or Saweetie, the difference is, is that they, they actually have something to obtain. They could Their house could burn down today, and they could all their Birkins will burn up, and they still got businesses. They still got fashion lines. They still have things that they can fall back on and not have to have their men, a man to help them do that. But when you have people like City Girls and Sweetie and all of them, and I'm just using them as examples because they're most relevant right now, but when you have them sitting here trying to preach to us about what a man should be, but yet you're, make, make the math add up. The math ain't mathing for me. You got to have something of your own before you start trying to set these high-ass standards on men, and that's just coming from a woman, and that's not, like I said, I keep repeating it. I don't want to make it seem like I don't want, I don't like luxury, or I wouldn't like if a, If a man were to buy me something expensive, that's not what I'm saying. However, if a man bought me something expensive, I also want to be able to go and buy it myself. It's kind of like don't buy things that you couldn't buy two times over. Like if you bought a really expensive watch, if you can buy that watch two more times, you probably don't need to be buying that watch. So it's the same concept. I don't want a man to buy me anything that I couldn't buy myself or couldn't save to buy myself or I'm not building my business to be able to buy myself. You get what I'm saying? And I think that narrative was lost in that. I think it came and it was just back and forth. Like, should a man buy you a Birkin? A man should be buying you a Birkin. Now, I am. I, I like when men. Like, I like when my man pays for my dinner. I do. I do like that. But I don't. I think women make it so much about material things, and it's just like this is why love and relationships is an issue right now, and people aren't able to really find that love. Or be with somebody truly because we're worried, or they are. I won't say we, but the our generation is worried about the wrong thing. Who gives a fuck if he can't buy you a Birkin? Can he love you? Can he be there for you when you're not at your best? Does he appreciate you when you do the little things? Does he see the things that he do? Does he tell you he I appreciate you? Those are the things that make a relationship the the bonus is some of the outside things that you can obtain from the person. And that's where success comes in. But I look at success and I'm like, that's great. Can you buy me a Birkin? Can we buy a house? Can we start something together? Can we build something together? Can we create a home? Can we build a legacy? Can we pass this down to our kids? I think those conversations are so old school to people. And they miss that part. That is just like... I just I just wish that everybody could be a little bit smarter and a little bit more thoughtful. And I'm not saying that people don't have real love because they get those things or people aren't paying attention to those things. But why would you go online and be like, a man need to be buying you a Birkin? If he can't buy you a Birkin, you need to leave him, boo. Like, that's so stupid to me. Joking or not joking, unfortunately, these young kids and even people my age are very impressionable. The internet is very important, so they're very impressionable and if if the celebrity says that, then that's 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 what it is. And that's not that's not how it works, but unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're up against. So then you have those issues on top of everything else. So I don't even know if I fully touched on it. I just wanted to like add my two cents like I don't understand why having a birkin is a big deal. Um, I don't. I don't. I do think that these celebrities flex a lot. I think that it's a lot behind the scenes that we don't see, and I think that we need to stop trying to rely on celebrities and celebrity couples and all of that to compare it to our lives and think that well my man's not good enough for me because he's not buying me a Birkin or my man's not good enough because he ain't getting me a bus down you know like it's just the shit is cute to listen to in the club but when you at home on a Monday night and it's raining outside and your ass is by yourself And you either got your Birkin laying next to you or you don't have one at all. Look and ask the question, like, what is really the priority? What am I really looking for? What what are my true standards? So, you know, that was just grinding my gears. And then another thing that was kind of bothering me that was a subject. And this subject is kind of (laughs) like, it's touchy because I am a woman. I am a black woman, and I 100% am all for my sisters. And I've said on my podcast, we need to be down for our sisters. We need to, you know, we need to praise each other. We need to make sure that we are bringing each other up. We need to come together, work together, okay. And I still stand firm in that belief, and I wanted to preface that before I say what I'm going to say. I stand firm in that, and I do 100% believe that we should give more to black women, be there for black women, put ourselves on a pedestal within other cultures, within our own, within each other. So I do believe that. However, and and this is hard for me to say because I am a Megan The Stallion fan. I love her music. I love her confidence. I think she has a great personality. I think that she's Herself 100%, like I can't knock her, and I really do love Meg The Stallion and you know all that jazz. But I saw a lot of people had a lot to say about the BET Hip Hop Awards, and I was seeing that all over my Twitter feed and all over my Instagram. And I didn't watch the um BET Hip Hop Awards. I really kind of don't watch award shows because I always think that they're biased. I don't think that they choose fairly. I think that they don't really think through. They don't I don't understand their logic in their choices of people. I used to watch BET Awards, Hip Hop Awards, damn MTV movie awards. Like I used to watch the MTV Music Awards. I swear to God, I used to watch all of those things. I stopped watching them when I saw that J. Cole never gets an award. I stopped watching when people who I really think are truly talented don't ever get the respect and they're just due. Like I stopped watching because of that. And it's almost just like, what is the point to continuously keep watching? And the right people aren't winning. Like, I don't I just I don't know. I can't respect that. So (laughs) of course. There was an, uh, There was this argument going on. That little baby, the baby, and Megan the Stallion. Those are the three names that I kept seeing. And so we kept seeing these names, and I'm just like, okay. So then I saw that Megan the Stallion basically swept. She got Hustler of the Year, and I, I'm not sure if I know all of them, but I know that she got Hustler of the Year. She got Artist of the Year. I think. It was only a couple. I, it, there might have been more. I know Savage won like two, and I will say the ones that Savage won deserved it. Like I think it got best best featured verse or something like that with Beyonce. It, she deserved that one. Um, I think she won more than that. I know that Duh Baby, because I have to emphasize because there's so many baby rappers here. I know Duh Baby. Was nominated 12 times and didn't win anything. And then Lil Baby didn't win anything. And the argument was that they felt like Lil Baby should have walked away with something for his album. And then that baby should have walked away with 12 nominations. He should have walked away with one. Because in my thinking, you at least thought he was good enough to nominate him 12 times. Not once, not twice. He was nominated 12 times and didn't win anything. And I guess Megan basically won in all the categories that they were in or whatever. And... (sighs) I guess everybody kind of asks me, what was, how did I feel about it? And I'm just like, it's hard to say because I'm a woman. So I like seeing a black woman in her bag. I like seeing her outdo these black men, these, especially rappers. I like seeing that. Do not get me wrong. And I like that Megan owns that. Don't get me wrong either. What kind of makes me be like, huh, hmm, was that I do feel like, all of the all three artists, the best way I could put it, without being here all day, was that I felt like all three artists should have won at least something. I do 100% feel that way. I think that the baby should have took home something. I think Lil Baby should have took home something. I think that they all should have walked away with something. Because if you think about it, Lil Baby's album and his deluxe from beginning to end and it's very popular he had one of the most popular songs he had we paid come on now tell me that when you're going out or when you're doing anything that you're not listening to that album like please you're definitely listening to it you're definitely listening to that song you're you're definitely gonna for a long time that's all everybody was playing I got in the car on my way to work I'm just we paid like that was my theme song for a second. So I felt like with that. And then his his Deluxe wasn't bad either. I mean, social distancing, humble, like he, come on now. I don't think that they gave him his credit at all. That's an album, The Baby. He was mind you, there's one category where two The Baby albums are nominated. Blaming on Baby and Kirk. Two albums were nominated in one category. In my mind, if you felt like these two albums needed to be in the same category of nominations, one of them should have won. And I'm a big, I'm a, I'll, y'all don't chastise me about this on social media, but I'm more of a da baby fan than a Lil Baby fan. I'm not saying I don't like Lil Baby songs. I'm not saying he's not good, but I like da baby. That's who I like. So I felt like Kirk. That album, beginning to end, was really good. Bop was really, really good. I thought that he should have won best video over Life is Good. I mean, Life is Good is a good video, and we like Drake and Future, but I personally felt like Bop was a good video. We all were doing it. We all were trying to learn that dance. He had Jabberwockies. Bruh, who brings in Jabberwockies? And them them boys killed it just like they did back in the day. It was complete nostalgia. So, I guess my opinion, and this is why I don't watch a show because my thought process and my opinion is just different. Like, what the hell is going on outside? My prayers to whoever, you know, I hope it's nothing bad. All I hear is sirens, and I'm just like, God damn. It's always something, let me pause It's always something when I record my podcast Let me tell y'all something, when I be in the house chilling It be silent as hell Don't be no sirens, no trucks, no none of that The minute I pull out my podcast gear And I get in my zone I swear to God, you hear every noise Like, what is that? Ugh And I don't even stay in the ghetto, but the ghetto You know what I'm saying? Anywho just ignore the sirens in the back because it's continuous. But all in all, I'm just feeling like I felt like the baby should have gotten an award. I also feel like the baby. Also is constantly working. He's constantly putting out something. I mean, he provides us with music consistently. And if it's not that, he also has his own label. And he got stunner for Vegas. Now, if you guys don't listen to him, I highly recommend you guys listening to him. It is his artist. And they have make really great music together. Like, and he hit even that artist is pretty good. That's the person you listen to in the gym, trust me. But I guess I'm just sitting here, and I'm just like, how do they not win? How how do neither of these people who are well-deserving of it, I think the only person who won besides Megan that I felt deserved it was Roddy Rich. And I think he got it for his album in the box and stuff, which I do think that that, but I felt like it fell in the same caliber with everybody. And I know everybody can't win, but Megan has Savage. Megan has a lot of hits, too. Where I get conflicted is that I will Megan doesn't have an album yet. She still doesn't have an album. You're talking about going against people who have an album. And it's probably like fire as hell that she was able to win and not have had an album. I know that her won a Grammy off of an EP. So I do know that it's possible. And if I'm talking music and y'all, y'all music is my first love. (laughs) Next to writing, music is my first love. So when I get on these topics, I really get like riled up. Because I'm just like how like people don't really sit and listen to the music. Like, Megan is a great lyricist. She's she's great. I think if I had to choose, I, I don't know. I think that that should have maybe been brought back to the drawing board. Not all of them. Not all of them. But I guess I'm just looking at it like, What all, I mean, I don't know, maybe people are just looking at features, and like she had Savage, she had Nikki, she had all these people, so I guess I'm just like, what all did she do that made her like Hustler of the Year, and if I I could be wrong, school me if I'm wrong. Let me rephrase that, because that actually sounded really shitty. I'm not saying that Megan hasn't done anything, and I'm not saying that she wasn't worthy of winning. I'm just saying, what was the motive behind her winning as many awards as she did against people whose body of work was really, really good and they put out multiple things in one year? That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm not a pot stir. I'm not messy. I'm not petty boots. But... I'm just curious as to when they were making the decision, what what was what decisions, how did we come to that conclusion? Because you're talking about artists who dropped multiple things in a year. I don't know. <laughs> it's just hard to say because I'm a big fan of Megan. I'm a big fan of the baby. I I'm, I'm a, I kind of like little baby, you know. So I don't. And they're all black, you know. One's a female, so I don't want to shit on anything that anybody has done, you know. But I do, however, feel like don't I don't think awards should be given out if. In the case of... And it's hard to say... Like I said, it's so hard to say... Even though it's what I'm thinking... It's hard to say... Because you're just like... Oh, women empowerment... Black women... Like, I am with it... We are here, Megs... Get your paper, boo-boo... But I don't want her to get... This is what I don't want... And this is what tends to happen with women... What tends to happen with women... Is that... They tend to get, they tend to get, um, sympathy. Or they get the benefit of the doubt because something happened to them. So it's never really about their exact body of work or what they do. It's because, ah, we feel bad for you or Aw, we don't want people to say that we're sexist and we only think about men. So we're going to give it to you. I'd rather lose against somebody that really actually deserved it than get a pity a pity win. And not saying that all her wins were pity, but I guess I'm just like, so what were we comparing? Because I just don't feel like, I mean, she has a song with Beyonce. Okay. We'll give her that. But I guess I'm just like okay, did we do this because she really deserved it or did we do it out of pity? And are people really looking at that piece of it? I mean, it is what it is. I think award shows are rigged anyways, but I guess I'm just like, did we give it to the right person for the right reason? Or do we give it because we want to look like we're, we stand for something or we're ahead of something, but it may not have been a fair choice. And so... You know, I think people take you saying something negative. I think people, the world is so sensitive right now. So as a black woman, me saying something that could possibly be against another black woman makes me look so crazy. But I guess I'm just looking like, but it's kind of the truth. You can't sit here and tell me that baby and Lil Baby didn't have bodies of work that deserve some recognition. That's crazy. She did too, but if you put them in line together... I mean, let's put it all on the table. Let's talk about it, but... People ain't ready for that conversation. Not right now, not in the climate that we're in. It's very, everything's pins and needles. Everybody's very sensitive. I can love black women and not necessarily agree with certain choices or agree with what they do or anything else. Sometimes, yes, I would like to see something other than ass shaking from Megan. I get that that's her stitch. That's what makes her money. That's what works for her. But I sometimes I would like to see something else. Sometimes I would like to see her body attract and just body. A track in like a jumpsuit or a sweatsuit and just be in in with the bars every time we see her she's naked for me that's like frustrating because it's like bruh I want people to see your work not your body but hey who am I <laughs> who am I I'm just a person with an opinion and opinions are like assholes and everybody has them right but if you really sit down and you think about it I- I'm not 100% wrong I'm not 100% wrong in my logic. And people are just afraid so much right now to admit it. I am so for, like I always say, I'm a for black women. I'm for supporting black women. I still stream her music. I'm to still support Megan. But that doesn't mean I can't say I don't necessarily think that she deserved all those awards. Or I don't necessarily always want to see her shake her ass. Sometimes I do want to see her just go bar for bar. Just give us straight bars. Shake. I want to make sure. I I guess I come from an era where my mother used to listen to Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown and Eve and all of these things. And I said that back when I talked about WAP. Like, that's what they talked about. But these women also had, and, and just like Megan, you know they got bars. But I've seen them body a track without the extra stuff. I've seen it. Megan can freestyle. But sometimes I get distracted. (laughs) I mean, sex sells and all of that. And what happened to her was unfortunate. I just hope that when they made those decisions, they made them based off the right thing. And... That's with anything. Like, don't ever give somebody credit or give somebody an award or anything or pat somebody on the back because you feel sorry for them or for pity or because it looks like the thing to do at the moment. Don't ever do that. Give people, like we always talk about, give people their flowers or give people their credit because of what the hell they really bring to the table. She's a talented person. She's a talented woman. But I do think that sometimes there's a little bit of bias there. But hey. Like I said, what do I know? I'm just a girl with a podcast that's just putting it on the table, and hopefully y'all don't come at my neck for this. (laughs) Hopefully y'all don't come at my neck about this, but it's true. It's how I feel, and I'm very passionate about music. I listen to music, you know? What what does LeBron call himself? He's a hip-hop historian. I would like to put myself in that caliber, especially as a woman, and I'm from up north, so... You know my roots with I've we listen to everything. I listen to everything. Hell, I think Ariana Grande's new album, I mean new single "Positions" is the shit. I listen to it every day. So I have a broad spectrum when it comes to music. When it comes to lyricists, what I like, what I don't like, I'll give anybody a chance if I feel like they may be worth that. You know, so I'm never against. Or any type of music And I'm not saying anybody in that That I spoke about was bad But I guess I'm just like I'm more of a lyricist And then if you give me an ass shaking song I'm very very excited I love it I love Megs But I do want to see more When she comes out with her album I want to see more And then Let's talk Let's go And let me see the awards pour out Once her album comes out because she kind of pulling a Cardi B right now and taking all day to come out with the album. But yet you're getting all these awards. Yeah. Like I said, I could go on and on and on about music because I am like my brother LeBron James. And I am a hip-hop historian, okay? And I will talk about music all day if people will sit and have the conversation with me but I'm not gonna do that to you guys and I know you guys have been sitting here for a minute so you know if you at home you guys know I don't condone drinking and driving so if you are driving and listening to this I pray to God you don't have a drink and if you do you better throw it out the window and save yourself and if you you're at home just make sure that you pour up a glass of wine or fill it refill it girl or a guy, whoever's listening to this, and just, you know, turn on, when this goes off, turn on your favorite song, and do you. (laughs) I have no advice going further from there. But pretty much this is all I have for my podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I appreciate each and every one of you. I know, sorry about the background noise, my baby, all that stuff. But you know, I'm a hustler. I'm a getting in. We're going to get it done regardless. So it's all good. But thank you guys again for watching. And if your glass is empty, go ahead and pour you some more wine, please. And I will talk to you in my next podcast. Oh, before I go, I got an email, y'all. MoreWinePleasePod at gmail.com. Just like how we talked about this, if there's any subjects, anything going on in media, any subjects, anything like that that you would like to hear from me, please let me know. Email me. It could be anonymous or... Whatever the case may be, just email me and I can talk about it on my episode. So let's do that. Let's let's utilize that. Okay. Okay. Y'all have a good week and I will talk to you in my next podcast. Bye.